is your wake up call. Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Envy. Charlamagne the God. Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Hump day. Yes, it's Wednesday's hump day, middle of the week. Yes, yesterday was a great day. You know why? Because it was Taco Tuesday. Drop on the clues bombs for Taco Tuesday. Oh, Taco Tuesday at your house? Do we appreciate tacos the way that we're supposed to? Seriously. All jokes aside, I think we take tacos for granted out here in these streets. Well, you're really a taco guy on Tuesdays, huh? Oh, come on, man. I live for Taco Tuesdays. Mm. Well, yesterday I was out. Uh, my daughter is going to the prom this year. She's uh, 16. She's a sophomore. Uh, she was asked to the junior-senior prom. So, you know, it really it really settled in yesterday, right? And I'm going to tell you why. As she's trying on these dresses, and not the fact that she's trying on these dresses. I just remember what I was trying to do you at my you prom. You trying on dresses? No, no. <laughs> when I was trying to do a my prom, you know what I mean? Because you... you you know prom, but you're trying to set up for later on. You were trying on. to have sex. You was trying to feel on some butt. You was trying to, you know, get a little finger if you could. Maybe not maybe not sex. I was slow, it, but maybe a little it. finger. You're lying to yourself. I was slow. I didn't, I didn't have sex until... You still are. I know. You was but thinking of sexual things to exactly. do with a woman. Exactly. And that little boy that she's going with is thinking the same thing. Well, not that little boy because he's a big old senior. You right. got your sophomore your daughter, daughter going with a age. big old senior. Okay? Yeah, and that's like, I'm, it's starting to like really, like yesterday I'm thinking about like, Nah, B. Like, how, old, how old is he? He is 17. That'd be a and crime. And how old is she? She is 16. Yikes. That's, the, that's a crime. When will he be 18? <laughs> this year. Next couple of months. Okay, well, they, he's fine for now. You think they're going to get married? No. What are you talking about? He's just a boy that's a friend. He's not a boyfriend. He's just a boy. That's what a boyfriend is. No, it just happened to be a, a friend. A boyfriend. But I started thinking about every, like... Oh my gosh. Don't man. be a blocker, bro. Okay. What you do you mean, would, don't be a blocker? You wouldn't want nobody to block you back <laughs> you in the day, so don't you block that young man, all right? Don't yeah, be a cock right. blocker, bro. Yeah. Have they that young yet? man cook. No, they haven't kissed you. You don't know. My daughter tells me everything. Yeah, all right. Everything but that type of stuff. She t- mommy probably know. <laughs> no, no. Uh, well, look, right, look at this. I'm sure. Uh, Sit down, Evie. Get out of here. No, this is what at, I love. The reason I love this, this dress. is because it gets to a point where men wow. start thinking about okay, all the Madison, stuff they did with women back body. in the day. Look at this dress. So look that's this what dress. presses them. Look at this dress. That's a. She looks like she's grown. She is grown. Oh my goodness. She is grown. Listen, this is what I love though, because this is what this is the change that happens to men when they have daughters, especially when they daughters get older. And this is why guys, I, I'm t- taking from me as an older man. Treat women right now because when you get daughters, you're going to be thinking, damn, I don't want nobody to treat my daughter the way I used to treat girls. Okay? Well, thank God that, you know, me and my wife, I went to the prom with and we got married, but... ah. Did you get a finger on your prom night is the question, though. No, I didn't. Did you get a kiss? What'd you do on your prom? I you definitely got a kiss. I, I, I what else you did sexually? I definitely felt up on some some breasts. Okay. All Drop right. one of the clues bombs for that lucky little man going well, to the prom with his daughter. <laughs> you know, I ain't mess with y'all. <laughs> Front page and you went with, oh no no, and you went with your and you went with her mom to the prom? Yes, I did. You better not tell her those stories. 
Because she going to want to do what mom did on prom night. Because <laughs> no, she want to live that long life together with her boo the way her, her daddy and mommy did. We're not thinking that. <laughs> Let's continue on. Front page news, what we talking about, Yee? Uh, we are going to talk funny, about... Man. A big congratulations goes out. This is a first in history. Could be a huge deal for all of us. Um, so we'll give you that update. All right. We'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, the NBA last night, the Rockets beat the Warriors 95-92. What a game. I didn't watch no basketball Oh, my last goodness. Night. That was a great game. Chris Paul got busy. so Like, he got busy last night. So the series is tied 2-2. The series is tied 2-2. Well, Chris Paul is playing for legacy right now because everybody says Chris Paul can't ever, you know, get anything done in the playoffs, though. No, he is balling out now. Well, well, salute to Chris Paul. Dropping a clues bombs for Chris Paul. I respect him because he follows me on Twitter and has been for some years. Oh, there you go. That's the only reason why you respect him, huh? And, I mean, he can ball out it. And yeah. he's from North Carolina. Now, let's talk about Stacey Abrams. Yes, congratulations to Stacey Abrams. She has made history already. And she could make even more history by becoming the nation's first black woman governor, if that can happen. But she did win the Democratic primary in Georgia's race on Tuesday. She's the first black woman in the nation to hold a major party's nomination for governor. So if she wins in November, she'll be the country's first black female governor. Mm-hmm. Drop on a clues bomb for Stacey Abrams. Mm-hmm. Chance to be the first black female governor in America. You know how we all have these convos about who our people should aspire to be like and who right. our girls should grow up to be like and be inspired by? Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Absolutely. Stacey what else are we talking about? Now, let's talk about Aaron Schlossberg. If you guys remember, he was the racist lawyer who went into the restaurant and went on a whole rant about people speaking Spanish. Here it is as a reminder. Yeah. Yeah. speaking Spanish to customers when they no, should be speaking. Being very violent. I mean, sometimes they, every person I listen to, he's spoken, he's spoken, she's speaking it, is America. And I will be following up. And my guess is, they're not documented. So my next call is to ICE to have each one of them kicked out of my country. If they have the to come here and live off of my money, I pay for their welfare, I pay for their ability to be here. All right, well, now he has issued an apology via Twitter. Now, he said uh, that he saw himself online, and it really kind of opened his eyes. Oh, the- shut up. <laughs> damage control, damage control. Yeah, he said, to the people I insulted, I apologize. He said, the manner in which I express myself is unacceptable and is not the person I am. I nah, see my B. words and actions hurt people, and for that I am deeply sorry. While people should be able to express themselves freely, they should do so calmly and respectfully. What the video did not convey is the real me. I am not racist. One of the reasons I moved to New York is precisely because of the remarkable diversity offered in this wonderful country. Well, that's not the first time we've seen him act like that on not the at video, all. Though. Not at all. Saw him act like that a couple years ago to a foreigner. Well, listen, he might be really nervous because he could possibly, uh, you know, get removed from the state bar. He could possibly have his law license suspended. All of those things could happen. The First Amendment may allow him to say what he wants, but it doesn't protect him from the American Bar Association's own disciplinary rules. So even when you're not working, you still can be disciplined for your behavior outside of your professional Well, well, I say say that all the time. Everybody has the right to free speech, but you can't tell somebody how to react to that free speech. If I'm offended and I want to disbar you, I can disbar you. It's it's damage control. Exactly. When you're a bigot, you don't have a change of heart after a couple days, okay? (laughs) You know what's crazy? I was watching that story on the news this morning, and I saw some activists were calling for him to not just say he's sorry, but also show he's sorry by offering free legal services to immigrant illegal immigrants. I was like, <laughs> hell no. That's crazy. I would not want his help, knowing how he feels about me. All right. Well, last front page news. Y'all remember that the bus that got into that accident a couple of days ago when yes. two people died? 
You know the driver, they said his license got suspended 17 times? Whoa. So why, why would he be a school bus driver? Exactly. What, like, how, like, they're not checking who's driving these kids around? Like, that's scary. Yeah, that's crazy. That's scary. All right. Aaron Schlossberg wants to know, is he, was he an illegal immigrant? That's what he wants to know. You know right what? Now. You know what? That's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, call us right now. Maybe you just need to get some things off your chest. Maybe you're upset, or maybe you want to spread some positivity. 800-585-1051 is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Oh, wow, you guys actually answered. Um, That's our job. Well, get it off your chest, mama. Okay, so I've been with my baby daddy for eight years, and a few weeks ago it comes out that when I was seven months pregnant, he had sex with one of my best friends. Oh, damn. So she comes to my house drunk, and uh, we're drinking and talking, and she starts crying, like, you don't mess with me like that no more. I'm like, well, you know, you drink too much, da 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 I'm like, damn, what's wrong? I'm like, you look like you about to tell me you and, you and him actually did do something. And she starts bawling, and I'm so sorry. I'm like, what? So he's sitting there looking like an idiot. I done smacked her, and uh, she's like, I deserve that. You know, he's still sitting there looking like an idiot. Then two days later, he comes out and says that he done something else with my other best friend. Damn, you must got some hot best friends. Friend. Oh, my goodness. Goodness gracious, mama. And your friends are crazy. So, here I am. Where y'all from? Dating Ohio, yep. Okay, I don't see what so, the problem now is. My whole family has been uprooted. I've got no friends. i got nobody to talk to. Man. He won't get out the house because he thinks that this is sal- salvageable or whatever. I don't know. I want to vent because I'm an idiot for uh, loving someone, thinking that I've got people that's got my back. And I'm I'm a real closed nut person. I only got a couple, you know, a couple friends, and now I don't have anybody. Well, you're not uh-huh. an idiot. You're not an idiot. You just you just you just need some new friends now, and, yeah. and, and you know, because the friends that you got are no good. But I mean, you got a baby daddy. You know what I'm saying? And clearly, you know, you got the best box in the whole crew. If he came right back to you and still lived with you after sleeping with all your friends, that's a yeah, positive. Yeah, you gotta just be careful who you call your friends and who you lay down with. Yeah, that's a positive. And you can't change your baby daddy, by the way. So you ain't got no choice but to make that work in some way, shape, or form. I wish I could get a refund. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Mama. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Brian calling in. Brian, where you calling from, bro? From Jersey City, New Jersey. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Basically, I just want to vent about uh, the accident that happened the other day uh, with the, the kids on the bus. Right. Now, come on, man. Now, you really think if that guy's license was suspended, they would actually let him drive? I mean, now, he, uh, he was driving with yeah, a suspended he had four, license. He had 14. I said 17 earlier. He had 14 license suspensions. He was 77 years old. Jesus Christ. Now, this is the thing, though. I've I seen on the news where his, his son was talking, and, you know, his son is a junior, so maybe they was talking about his son. His life would be suspended, you know? Well, they said since 1975, he had a total of 14 license suspensions and eight speeding tickets, a careless driving ticket, and a ticket for improper turn in 2010. I'm just waiting for that, for the day in court comes, and I'm just trying to see what's going what's gonna to happen because I know a couple of those, those kids that were actually on the bus, you know? I don't see what you. I don't see where you're going with this. Uh, with so this, you don't you don't argument. believe that the the suspensions are real for him? I don't I, I don't believe that they are real because uh, why would he still be driving? You know, and then on top of that, the trucking company, they're known for accidents and they're known for hiding DUIs and 
improper turning. Maybe his license is. isn't suspended right now, but it has been suspended 14 times prior. Right. You ever thought about that, sir? Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah. All right. Well, thank Have you. a blessed day, sir. And again, we send our condolences to anybody who lost somebody or, or who got hurt. I mean, it's, it's really such a tragic. sad thing. It's very mm-hmm. scary to put your kid on a school bus and not know and think that the driver is, is, is well you know, looked at, but obviously not. That's why I appreciate all the public servants I grew up with, man, from the, the, the school bus drivers to the teachers to the, the, the guidance counselors to the lunch ladies. They really did take care of us growing up. They did, and I'll think about it. Did you ever wear a seatbelt on the bus? No, nope. There I are no seatbelts on the bus. Yeah, they're right. just talking there about no putting some on. no seatbelts on the bus? They were oh, talking right. about that on the news. They might have to put seatbelts on the bus. You're buses. just as yellow as the school bus and don't know what's no, on? No, there's seatbelts on my kid's bus. Yeah, not when I was growing up, it wasn't no goddamn yeah, seatbelts. We they were up. talking about on the news this morning that they're going to have to start putting seatbelts. No, nah, they have seatbelts on the bus. My kids got seatbelts on their bus. Anyway, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Stay with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Q Monet. Q Monet, get it off your chest. All right, so my new single, Slow Motion, just dropped on Friday on iTunes, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music. So if you guys want to go check that out or follow me on Instagram, it's underscore... K-I-A-M-O-N-E. Now, Let's hear you do it live. Do Let's hear you do it live right now. Okay, she sounds nice. All right. It probably tastes good with some seasoning, you, you know what I'm saying? You sound nice, you sound nice. Congratulations. Yeah, with some mixing on it and some, vo- some effects on you the vocals good. and a beat behind it, you know what I'm saying? You got to spice it up a little Pia bit. Pia Monet, I'm going to check you out. Right now, it's just a hamburger with nothing, with nothing on it. Michelle. Hey. Get it off your chest, Michelle. I just want to say, Charlamagne, you are so freaking ghetto. You don't have no filter. Everything that you say is off the chain. My kids knew nothing about you until they heard you say one day, oh, you ain't got no edges and you broke to some lady. And every <laughs> they want to listen to Charlemagne in the morning. When you call Trap Sis, they find that so funny. I'm like, he ghetto. Why do y'all like him? That means your kids must be ghetto too, though. You know that, right? They, they can relate. Yeah, they, they can relate, yeah. They daddy, they daddy probably sound just like me. You just you just don't have no filter. Talking about beat that colleague ain't doing this. My kids like, what's the poom poom? What's going down on? That's, that's, I'm like, oh my that's, goodness. That's DJ Khaled. I don't even want to listen to it. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Stop it. <laughs> okay. Thank you, mama. Thank you, baby. Hello, who's this? This is Kyla. Hey, Kyla, get it off your chest. Well, I was calling this morning because I wanted to shed some light on some Greenwood, Mississippi. Uh, 2011, nobody uh, formally investigated a hanging of a black man in Greenwood, Mississippi, 15 minutes away from Money, Mississippi. Um, I wanted to shed some light on that. This happened, if I can recall, about uh, three days before the Christmas parade. The young man was 45 minutes away from his hometown. They rooted a suicide because he had a mental health issue. Um, nobody formally investigated. They just threw it on the rug. It never hit CNN. A black man was hung in 2011 in Greenwood, Mississippi. Damn. That sounds about right, too. That's awful. Yeah, it's absolutely right. 15 minutes away from Money, Mississippi. If y'all know anything about Emmett Till, that's, that's where crazy. Emmett Till was killed. Mm-hmm. And matter of fact, 
the picture of the young man hanging from the tree was put on the front page of our newspaper. No. no. Wow. Yes. The In 2011? Now, 2011, Greenwood, Mississippi, they ruled it a suicide. Let me look that up right now. So, baby, why are you calling us seven years so late with this, though? Well, we've been talking about it for a very, very long time. Like I said before, the police department basically brushed it up under the rug. When I went to college, I told all my college friends, you know, I even had the newspaper. So people, I'm, I moved out of Mississippi now. I even had the newspaper letting people know that this is still going on. But, you know, you can't really do too much when the population is slim to none. True. Okay. I ain't gonna lie. If I was black people, I'd have, let, I'd have been letting them white people have Mississippi. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's good? It's your boy, Jay Howard. Hey, what's up, Jay Howard? Happy birthday, bro. Hey, good looking out. I just wanted to talk to um, Angela Yee. Yes, sir. Hey. Hey, what's up, boo? Hey. All right, that's my birthday um, gift for the year. Well, happy birthday. Today's your birthday? <laughs> yes, ma'am. All right, all right. Happy born day, bro. Happy birthday, birthday shout out to you. Good looking out, good looking out. All righty, ma'am. That's all he wanted. Happy birthday, shout out. Well, happy birthday that was to easy. him. That's the cheapest birthday gift I ever gave someone. There you go. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up right now. We got rumors on the way, Yee. Yes, BET Awards. Find out who's going to be hosting this year. Also, let's talk about my guy, Ghostface Killer. Find out what acting he's about to be doing for season two of this show. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. We are The Breakfast What's Club. What's happening? Now let's get to the rumors. Let's talk the BT Awards. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On the Breakfast Club. So listen up. So Jamie Foxx is hosting the BT Awards. That should be pretty exciting. Okay. This Drop is going to be his second time. Jamie Foxx. Mm-hmm. He hosted back in 2009. So this is his second time hosting the BET Awards. Last year, if you remember, Leslie Jones hosted. He's going to get a custom-made hairline for that one. Oh, boy. Now, DJ Khaled and Kendrick are some of the top nominees. Khaled has uh, six nominations and Kendrick Lamar has five. Meanwhile, the Migos and SZA have four nominations each. Khaled Khaled would not host unless he got at least eight nominations. And that all happens live on June 24th on BET, of course. Eight nominations are better. Khaled will host your award show. Oh, by the way, this was exciting news to me this morning. On Instagram, they now said that you can mute people, or as they call it, personalize your feed. What do you mean? You can mute people. Like, you know how on Twitter you can mute someone, but that you don't have to block them or unfollow them? So now it's just a way to mute them. So there's some people that are, like, on your feed that are kind of annoying, always posting negative things, going too crazy, posting a million pictures. You can just mute them. Why would you just stop blocking them and not following them if they because sometimes people get offended. Like if it's somebody uh, you know, if it's a friend, a family member, but you're okay. kind of annoyed by their feed, now you well, can just... Well, please don't ever them. mute me or block me because I want you to see me shining. Okay, I got a lot more for people to hate on coming Listen, up real soon. Please don't mute or block me, please. I'm excited to mute people because I like doing that. I just block them. I don't follow them. Yeah, but sometimes it's not even that you don't like them. It could be your cousin. But they're always posting hey. a whole bunch of memes or something like that. And you're like, all right, that's enough. I block so my now mama, so you don't starts. offend somebody, you can just mute them. Yeah. I'm excited about it. All right, Nicki Minaj, she was supposed to go on Ellen and she said she had a big announcement. But unfortunately, something happened and she said, doctor's orders, she couldn't fly out. She said, I'm sad about that. There's an announcement I was going to make on Ellen. I'll make it tomorrow via social media. Instead, love you. Or Nicki's sick. I don't know. Doctor's orders. Maybe she is sick. She's pregnant? Sick or pregnant? 
She might just be sick. But whatever it is, I guess we'll find out today since she didn't fly out okay. and she said she'll announce it on social media. All right. If you're excited about Netflix's Luke Cage returning for the second season, you'll be even more excited because there's going to be some fun guest appearances. Rakim, Faith Evans, Ghostface Killer is going to be on there too. D-Nice will be on there. Joy, Gary Clark Jr., Jadakiss, KRS-1, Stephen Marley, and Esperanza Spaulding. They're all going to make appearances in season two of Luke Cage. No dropping the clues bombs for uh, Luke Cage. Can't wait to watch that. You know, uh, Method Man was in the first season and Sway. Mm-hmm. All right, now SZA, and I know we're all fans of SZA in this room. Well, she temporarily will not be making appearances on TDE's championship tour. Top Dog announced... I got some bad news. I have to take SZA off for a few days on the tour. Her vocal cords are swollen, and she has to rest her voice to prevent any permanent damage. We've been monitoring her close, and this is the reason she missed the Arizona and New Mexico dates. She'll see the doctor again in a few days, and I'll update you guys on her status. Mm. As for the dates she missed, we'll figure out a way to make it up to you guys. That happens, man. That's why you got to lip sync sometimes. In certain cities, man, certain cities just no. give you some lip syncing. Yeah, yeah man. You can't do that. No, depending on the population of the city. It's still packed, <laughs> sold out arenas. Or what your album's no. doing in that city. City, man, sometimes you got to lip sync. And by the way, fans can't have it both ways either. You either want to see your favorite artist or you don't. And if, if they have to sing every night live, sometimes the vocal cords going to swell up and they may miss shows. Well, that's why I think the thing is that she's the singer on the tour. So singing is different because it's a lot more strain on your vocal cords. It so that's is. why when you see a lot of singers on tour, they won't have dates back to back to back. They try to spread it out more so they can rest their vocal cords. And that's why I said sometimes they need to lip sync. It's nothing wrong with that. Would you what rather about half and half? What about half and half? People, people really do want to go s- hear people sing. What about a live? little lip sync and then a little loud? Because think about how y'all nowadays. go in on people when they lip sync. We don't. Who yes, does? People go in. Oh, she was lip syncing. That person was lip syncing. Even other singers go in on singers for lip syncing. There's only one person we ever clown for lip syncing, and that was Millie Vanilli because it was so bad. All right? Everybody That's else not would. True. Because all those artists that used to sing and dance at the same time, I'd rather see you dance and lip sync. I yeah, want, a, a, I want a, a good show. It's a real skill to it. But I, I think even for artists, they like to showcase their vocals mm. when they can well, on tour, live in front of their fans. Well, now since it's missing dates. You know, so, you know, they're going to figure out a way to make it up. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, we got front page news. What are we talking about, Yee? Uh, let's talk about imagine you get evicted, but it's by your own parents. Imagine you get evicted. I heard you, but we'll talk about it when we come back. I heard you. You can't evict your kids, but we'll yes, talk about can. it when we come back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yes, sir. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, NBA last night in sports, the Rockets beat the Warriors to tie the series 2-2. A great, 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 great game. I mean, the Rockets were up by 10 at one point, and the Warriors were up by 10, and they wound up winning in the last minute. I think Curry missed two threes at the end. He would have tied the game, but... Series is tied 2-2. I didn't get to watch no basketball last night. It was Taco Tuesday in my house, and I had four tacos, and then I went into I I caught the itis and was laid out on the couch. Don't tacos make you kind of, like, gassy? They do. And then um, I started listening to Pusha T's new album, Mm -hmm. because that came in my inbox. That's Pusha T's album. I don't want to say anything. Okay. I don't like to put expectations on things. How are you going to tell us you listen to but it? I will, say, say, I will, say, I will say that seven songs on an album is way more fulfilling than you you would think it would be. So seven songs on the album. Seven songs on the album. How the album sound? I don't want to say. Is that considered an, an album or an EP? I think that's an album. Because if you think about like Off the Wall and you think about like Nas, Illmatic, they only mm. had like what, nine songs? I thought it had more than that. Nah, Illmatic had nine and Off the Wall had like nine. Mm. I yeah. thought it was a certain amount, right? Isn't there a certain amount of time something has to be considered a full length LP? I'm not sure. What you think about that? 
I don't want to say because I don't want to put no expectations on nothing. All right. But I enjoyed it. Now, let's get into front page news. What are we talking about first? Well, congratulations to Stacey Abrams. Thus yes. far, there's still more work to be done, but she will. Uh, she has won as far as being able to become the country's uh, first black woman in the nation to hold a major party's nomination for governor. So she is the Democratic nominee for governor. So if she wins in November, she'll become the country's first black female governor. Did y'all even know that there never has been a black female I didn't know governor that. I before sure this? I did. And I the reason that. I knew that is because I met Stacey a few months ago mm. and, <laughs> and heard her say that if she wins the... I know, but before Stacey, did you even realize we've never had a black female governor? Nah, no, I haven't I thought that. about it, but it's not surprising. That's crazy. At all. Drop on the clues bombs for Stacey Abrams. So let's make Absolutely. history. Congratulations to, to Stacey Abrams. Here's what she had to say when she won. Together, we will shape a future with a boundless belief and historic investment in the children at the very core of every decision we make. So tonight, I say thank you all. Now let's go get it done. Now, you know we have all these right. convos about who our people should aspire to be like and who little girls should look, who should grow up to be like and be mm -hmm. inspired by. Well, you got one right there, Stacey Abrams. Absolutely. All right, now let's discuss this couple who uh, their son, you should not actually aspire to be like him. He's 30 years old, and his parents have won a lawsuit to evict him. They finally, finally had to sue to kick him out of the house. Now, Mark and Christina Rotundo are not terrible parents. They actually were forced to this extreme parenting measure because they said they offered him $1,100 to find a place to stay. They gave him parental advice. They said, organize the things you need for work and to manage an apartment. They told him to sell other things that don't have any significant value. They gave him a notice saying you have 14 days to vacate. They even asked him to please start making money. He, they said there's jobs available even for those with a poor work history like you. Get one. You have to work. But nothing convinced their son Michael to actually move out of the house and get a job and get his life together until the judge finally said That's right. yesterday that he has to accept the fact that he's an adult and That's move right. out of the house. How, now, what's the parent's name? Uh, Mark and Christina Rotundo. Now, Michael said, it's really unfair to me and really outrageous. <laughs> no, you know what's outrageous? Your big rusty grown behind being 30 years old, still living at home with your mom and your daddy. You don't deserve no poom poom when you're 30 years old Maybe. and you still live at home well, with your mom and your daddy. Maybe he hasn't figured it what? out. What? <laughs> what woman slept with him? That sloth... Okay. He actually lost custody of his son also. As and he should. You can't afford to take care of him because he still live with his mom and daddy. You can't throw your, your son out on the yes, street, Yes, I can't. He's, no, he's 30. 30. He's not my son no more. He's, he's a grown-ass man. He's still your son. F that. Being broke Well, at I 30. guess it's extreme because they've been trying to make him get a job and trying to force him to do There's things. other things that you do. You know no, what else he throw said? His ass on the street. He said, no. I've been trying to leave there for a long time. They stopped feeding me. They cut me off Come the on, family. Come on, man. You got to go. Look they, how you sound. They cut me off the family phone plan. And so he gotta go. He's thirty years old. You grab him <laughs> like the way Uncle Phil used to grab Jazzy Jeff. Let's talk and about you it. Throw him out. And if he don't fly, that's his dumbass. Let's talk about All it. Right? Eight hundred. Yeah, more than enough time. They offered him cash. I mean, they offered him money to get on his feet Come to on, go man. get a place. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. Would you throw your thirty year old child Hell out? Hell yeah. And by the way, he took the money. And spent it on other things. Well, that's, that's, especially a, a man. Especially a well, let's guy. let's talk about it. 800-585-1051. On, Only Your one grown penis can live child. in this house. You're mm -hmm. 30 years old. <laughs> what? 
Your 30-year-old child, would you throw him out on his ass? In the words of Biggie Smalls, being broke at 30, give a brother the chills. Okay, that line, when I was in my teenage years, sparked something in me. You know what else sparked something in me? What? No Scrubs by TLC. I didn't want to be the guy in the passenger side, you know, of his your best, friend's uh, ride. best friend's ride. All right? I'm not living at home with my mama and daddy at 30 years old, and I'm a grown man. You don't deserve nothing in life when you're 30 right, and you still live right, at home with your mom down, and daddy. All okay? right, all right, all right. Unless you got some type of mental Maybe they're issues. trying to figure it out, huh? All Maybe right? they're just trying to figure it out. They at don't know what 30? they want to be. Yes, 30. No. At 30. 30. You said 20's your whole age. You got to hoe out in your 20s. So maybe he hoed out. No, wait a minute. Time out. <laughs> you said okay. hoe out in your 20s. Yes, I 30 takes serious. So he's just turned no, 30. No. So he's trying to take it serious. No, and you can't properly hoe if you live at home with your mom and daddy. All right? He don't, he don't deserve a whole, a whole phase till he get out of his mom and daddy house. Well, he had a kid somehow. Yeah. I don't understand that. All right. Well, we'll talk about Who's it more this when we come back. that he slept with? All right. Pregnant. All right. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. That was Migos, Drake, walk it like I talk it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, during front page news, Yee reported this story. Yes, these parents just won a lawsuit. They are kicking their 30-year-old son out of their house. They tried everything to get him out. They offered him money and offered to help him find a place. He took the money but spent it. Uh, they also gave him 14 days to vacate. They kept giving him notices. They wanted him to start making money. Uh, and he's upset. He's been cut off the family phone plan. They're not feeding him anymore. And he says he doesn't think trying to destroy somebody is tough love. That's me, not that's not destru- trying to destroy him at all. <laughs> that's actually love. Let me tell you this. I, there is no way I'm kicking out my 30-year-old son or my 30-year-old daughter. And you right now, now, my parents, if I was a deadbeat, would love to have me there. Now That's what you think. That, that, my parents <laughs> kicked me out. They said, when I, as soon as I was old enough, I went to college, nah. came home, they said, you gotta go. Now nah, my parents love me. They, they want me at the crib. Now, I would do things to make him work. Now, I'm not just gonna give him well, a free... Not. I'm just gonna give him a free... I mean, they, they're giving him things. Like, you're not I'm not going to just eat in my crib without paying some type well, of money. Well, he doesn't have a job. Okay, well, we're going to He won't put, get a job. My pops would have put a lock on the refrigerator and nobody, you're not eating in this house. They're the not only feeding thing him anymore. Shelter. They said they're not feeding him anymore. Then he would die. if he was, not, He's getting food somehow, some way. <laughs> then he, if he has a car, how's he going to pay for that car? Or they would repo that car. They actually offered to fix his car up and everything nah, for him not, to get a job. You, he, he still wouldn't. His life would be miserable. He wouldn't have no cable, no television, no nothing in his room. He would have to get out and work. Now, I agree with, with, with what Jalissa Jalissa ST said on Twitter, she said, he got to go, especially if he's not attempting to make money and he's just bumming off the family. Now, if you're living at home with mom and dad and you stacking your bread, that's a totally different story. Listen, but I have man, a problem. That's, that's absolute love. I, I can't enable you anymore. You're 30 years old and you got a son. If I don't grab you by the collar the way Uncle Phil used to grab Jazzy Jeff and throw you out my house then that's my dumb ass because all you're doing is making him dependent for the rest of his life on his parents. You're 30 years old. You have to leave the nest and go learn to fly on your own. Or... Think about it like this. You know, your parents' job is to provide, protect, no, it's not. and motivate. Until you're 18. Right. But the motivation went wrong somewhere. No, it didn't. Because he did, he's not leaving. He's no, just chilling. I did, they've been trying to give him motivation for years. He's not listening. I ain't gonna he's just a lazy, deadbeat son. Nah, okay? He said he wants three months before he has to move out. That's way more reasonable. Nah, B. Days. You got to go I now. You've had, thir- you've had you've had 18. What's 30 minus 18? <laughs> 12. You've had 12 years See, to get yourself. it together, bro. No. And in the words of Biggie Smalls being broke at 30, give a brother the chills. And who is the woman that slept with this man and had a baby with him? If you live at home, if a man is in his 20s living at home with his parents, ladies, do not give him no poom poom. Maybe trying to figure it out. No, uh, not unless, give him well, no poom poom. if he's taking care of his parents or, you know, if he's saving to buy a house. Shanita! Or- 
How do you let a man that lived with his parents hit raw? Sunita, would you let a man that lived with his parents at 30 hit raw? Heck no, my son's 17. He still can't hit raw my house, period. Well, Why are you having sex with your son? Why are you having sex with your son? Boy, Bob. No, 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 Shanita, <laughs> Just joking, Shanita. So would you kick your son out? Your son is 17. You love that boy. Would you kick him out? No, actually, I'm preparing my son for college so he can be an active citizen in this community. Absolutely not. I wouldn't kick him out. He's definitely going to college, though. But at 30, I blame his parents. See, I said the his same thing. I should have kicked him out a long time oh, ago. Oh, long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> not the same, the same thing. They enabled him. They yep. gave him every opportunity to sit his butt right there and be lazy. That's, and that's right. their fault. That's now right. at 30, you were, now you took him to court. My son wouldn't even have keys no more. I changed that lock so fast on his behind, it would have been hilarious. Like, please. I ain't going to kick my son out now, you know. I ain't going to leave him with nowhere to stay. Blade. Yo, yo, Envy, what's good, brother? You kicking your kid out, man, at age 30? Hey, homie, <laughs> uh, if it's a dude, you know, it's like if he's messing up, he got to go. You know, if I'm trying, he got to go. Man, I hate to sound biased, brother, but you know what it is. I agree with you, you brother. You lazy, you gotta go, bro. You're a grown-ass man. You know oh, how you boy. got it when you was on the come-up and how your father, well, you probably didn't have a father, but you know how, wait, wait, did you, you have a father? Damn. Yo, Envy, you know my situation just coming home. You know, I, I you know, I'm This Charlemagne talking to you, sir. Did you have a father? Hey, 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 Charlemagne, you know it. I have both parents and they See? made okay, me good. Well, but if I messed up, I had to go. That's it. Period. I'm kick my son out on the street. No, man. man. You know why? Because there's a difference between helping a person and enabling a person. Helping is doing something for someone that they're not capable of doing themselves. Enabling is doing for someone things that he could and should be doing himself. They gave At him 30 plenty years old, of time. Exactly. It ain't like nah, he I mean, just was home for a few months. They gave him, a, you know, over a decade. I couldn't live with myself. Over a decade? If something happened to my son on the street. I He's 30. So Shut up. You thinking how old is Logan now? He is uh, 14. And how old is your other son? My other son is three. Yeah, that's what you're thinking about now. Think about a 30-year-old grown-ass man. 30. This older than Takashi 6ix9ine. This older than Lil Yachty. This older than all them little Negroes. Big 30-year-old man in These your house. These kids are a little messed up right now. You just named a bunch of kids that's a little messed up right now. Imagine if one of them was your kids. Well, they been had to leave then. No, I'd have, see, I'd you have know been what? sent them back. They not bringing no check in the house. 800 Can I get a check for that crazy? If I can get a check for that crazy, we good. 800-585-1051. Call us up right now. Matter of fact, let's get to Scrubs, all right? Yes. Throw it back a little Th bit. This song, this song right here gave me all the motivation I needed to move out my mama house when I was 19, 20 years old, okay? This song right here, TLC. T-Boz, Left Eye, and Chili are the reason I got up out of my mama house. And Biggie Smalls line, being broke at 30, give a brother the chills. All right. Well, here it is. Scrubs is the breakfast club. That was no Scrubs, I, TLC. I don't see how you can listen to that song and still want to live with your mama past the age of 18, 19 years old. I did not want to be hanging out the passenger side of my best friend's ride. You know what I'm saying? Trying to holler at girls. And I damn sure don't want to be a big 30-year-old rusty butt man living with my parents. We don't know if he got a rusty butt. But he definitely got a rusty butt at 30. If you're 30 and live with your mom and daddy, your butt rusty as hell. You never quite can wipe it clean. Yeah, I know your dad and your mom. There's no way your dad and your mom would have kicked you out at age 30 if you was a lame or Well, then you don't know them. Okay. Well, women are a little different, though. I'm going to be honest with you. I would definitely push my daughters. But I would be a little different because I wouldn't Why? want because I wouldn't want them to have to leave the house and go do something strange for a little change. But you wouldn't want your son to do something a little strange for some change. Hey man, you're a grown ass man. You know See? what I'm saying? If you choose to suck a d at thirty, hey, that's you can't you. say that. <laughs> oh, if you choose, oh <laughs> if, you, if you choose to do that at thirty, you know, put a little peanut in your mouth for a place to stay. You and you're what? a grown man. I respect it. You know what? <laughs> Hello, who's this? Bro. Scott, what up? Scott, you ever been gay for state? <laughs> First of all, this ain't nothing but another case of white people problems. You, we wouldn't even went to court for that. <laughs> when I was 18, when I was 18, this is what it was. 
you going to the military, you going to college, or rent is doing 60 days. And for a graduation gift, they gave me an extra 30 days. That was it. That's it. You get no more. That's it. And if it would have went to court, it was because of the assault and battery. So you would have been afraid to come home. Mm. You got to get out. Get out of here. That's actually just constantly instilling privilege in your kids, too, though, because they they live, they live get to be 30 and still live with you and still get things taken I, care of. No, it's not going to be taken care of. It's we, not going to be comfortable. They're not going to get their phone bill paid. They're not going to be able to eat. They're going to have to figure it out faster than later. I'd rather them figure it out in my house than figure it out in the street. You're yeah. dirty, Envy. Have, have to do something like... Have 30. sex for money or sell crack. Envy. Three O. You can't even name a player in the NBA. I mean, but Envy, if, it, if it's been you know over ten years and your kids, your kid has been living at home and still has not made an effort to move out, and you're still paying his phone bill, still feeding him, I wouldn't do that. Still taking care of everything. Then... I'll just give him a place to live. Ain't Steph Curry number thirty? Yes. Look how big the thirty look on Steph Curry oh jersey. Goodness. That's what you got living at home with you. And just because they're in the house, I mean, now you're not feeding them or taking care of their bills. Now they gotta go and prostitute like you just said for money. These got a place to stay. Hello, who's this? <laughs> this is Jessica. Hey, Jessica. Now, your, your child is 30. Would you kick him or her out for being a deadbeat and doing nothing? Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. There you go. Envy, envy, but you know what? Envy light-skinned, though. <laughs> what does that got to do with A lot. Be- beige people are way more sensitive than us. We ain't got time for that. Oh, my goodness. Why, why would you kick him out, now, baby? Now, let me... I mean, I'm 30 years old. You need to get it together. I have a 14-year-old, and I can't wait till he turns 18 and get out of my house. <laughs> Come on! Damn. You can't pressure the child. Let him, let yes, him grow you into can. what he wants to grow into. No, at 14, you should be pressuring him to go to college or the military or at, something. Especially college. <laughs> But when they graduate college, you got to allow them to grow. You don't want them to be forced into a job that they hate. No, don't bring that debt in my house. Now, Charlene, we've been talking about the son, but what if it was Thank your you, daughter? I already said I wouldn't do that to my you daughter. Do it. So that's, I think that's a... That's not a double standard. Because I, yes, I don't want my daughters on the street having to fend for themselves, having to do something strange for a little bit too. of change. Listen, if my son wants to go out there and be gay for a little stay, that's on him. All right? Uh. <laughs> okay? That's on him. I ain't got nothing to do with that. You 30 years old. I dropped the ball somewhere as a man. If you 30 and you did not learn from my work ethic to go out there and get it on your I own. I feel like girls move out a lot quicker than guys, too. I know I moved out of the house a lot earlier than my brother did. Yeah, because women are smarter. Women are more mature. Women know how to save their money. Women know how to organize better. Absolutely. 100%. My goodness. What's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is helping is doing something for someone that he is not capable of doing himself. Enabling is doing for someone things that he could and should be doing himself. Get your 30-year-old behind out of my goddamn house, boy. Well, my kids, y'all good. Y'all want to stay to 30, y'all good. Wow. All right, let's record this and keep this. <laughs> Logan, I'm going to give you this as ammunition. Oh, my goodness. We got rumors on the way. <laughs> yes, let's talk about Donna Glover. Why did he stop talking to his friends? Also, we have an exclusive response from Matt Barnes. He's talking about Gloria Govan. She said that he is not invited to the wedding, and if he gave her a present, she would send it back. Find out how he responded to that. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Why you say that? You work with fat-minded people, and they start planting seeds and stuff in your head that you shouldn't be eating. Like what? Like Tasty Cakes. Well, what happened? You know Taylor from Philly, so she started talking about Tasty Cakes. And I used to work in Philly, so mm-hmm. Tasty Cakes are very tasty. Mm. And you guys are talking about cheesesteaks, too. Yeah, I started talking about Philly cheesesteak. Now my mouth watering for no goddamn reason. Where the interns at with breakfast? So I can goodness. eat my air and protein shake. <laughs> Your air and protein. All right, well, let's get to the rooms. Let's talk. Oh, Kelly! It's about time. What's going on? Yo. Well, R. Kelly, oddly enough, even though Spotify has taken him off of their special list 
on Spotify, all of their um, playlists. Mm -hmm. For some reason, now his streaming is more. It's well, greater than it has been before. Not like significantly, but it hasn't really impacted him. Well, it's a lot of pedophiles in this world. You know what I'm saying? A lot of pedophiles in this world, a lot of sexual predators in this world. So they support their own. We understand. So his streaming numbers have actually gone up since really? they announced that. Yeah. <laughs> that ain't work. I know. All right. Post Malone is going to be launching his own record label. Are you here for it? What's the name of it, Charlemagne? Mayonnaise Records. I knew you was going to say that. Well, he has... Mayonnaise Music Group. He has been pretty successful so far. His second album, Beer Bongs and Bentleys, has done pretty well. It was, like, number one for three weeks in a row. So his manager, Dre London, says, we're going to do it how we've been doing it from the beginning, and obviously a distributor is going to come along. Let the bidding begin. So there you have it. Atlantic about to give Post Malone $40 million. All right, let's talk about Gloria Govan and Matt Barnes. Now, Gloria Govan, TMZ caught up with her, and she was talking about her wedding to Derek Fisher and whether or not Matt Barnes is invited. Here's what happened. You know, I just think that's awkward. You know, like, Derek's ex is not going to be there. De- Matt won't be there. I just think oh, okay. that's a little, yeah, that's just, that's just far-fetched. It's an awkward you know, thing. Yeah, uh, it's really awkward, like, you know. So there's no chance Matt shows up to the wedding? <laughs> no. Absolutely okay. Not. Maybe no, maybe not he'll even. send you no, a gift. No, he'll, hopefully not. Yeah, he won't, he won't I will be throw that you, gift you, away. Say, you'll throw you'll throw yeah, his absolutely, gift away. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, he's also suing her and her family for three hundred thousand dollars for money that he claims that they forged a signature and put a down payment on a house. All right. Well, actually, I saw Matt Barnes yesterday. He came and did lip service, and here's what he had to say in response to not being invited to the wedding. I saw the most recent thing. Oh, she said man. she don't want no wedding gift from you at all, like and I you're not. Like, yeah, like I want to come to your wedding. Like I think you <laughs> forgot that I left you. Like I'm not tripping off the wedding. Like my whole thing and the, the, the reason why I squash it with Derek was because my kids really like him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And to me, it's all about my kids being happy. So, you know, if you want to be my ex, good luck, bro. I already know what that's like. But from a standpoint of wanting to come to a wedding, or come on, man, what are you talking about right now? That's very disrespectful to say. Why? To another man's woman. What's that? I know what that's like. Can you when a, imagine an ex looking at you saying, "I know what that's like." <laughs> that's his, that's his, it's the ex-wife. Ex-wife. That just sounds more disrespe- it sounds more disrespectful than saying I had sex with her. Even if you know he got kids, when a man looks at you and says, "I know what that's like," he, he wasn't talking about sex. I think he's talking about just the whole attitude and relationship. He wasn't talking about. I mean, Maybe I he meant what, a wedding. I mean, yeah. I know what it nah, smells like. like. I know what it feels like. Been he there, done know that. What it tastes like. He didn't say that. Oof. He didn't mean that. I know what that's like. Right. He didn't mean it. Oof. Well, I'm sure he fucked away at her saying that she would throw the present away if he sent a present for the wedding and so on and so she, forth. She's flexing. All right, Donald Glover said he had to stop talking to his friends in order to keep secrets from them about being cast as young Lando in Solo, a Star Wars story, because he didn't want to give away any information. He said, I have a friend who's super into Star Wars, and I think it was one that I, I think it was out that I auditioned, and he was already like, oh, my God, you're Lando. Before I got in the part, he said, in order to keep everything a secret, he said he didn't land the role, and he said, I guess lying to friends was the hardest part. And uh, he said he did tell his dad immediately. He said, I know I wasn't supposed to, but I told him immediately just because it was a big deal to him. He's a huge fan, and Lando was, like, my first toy he gave me. It was just a big deal. I'm not a Star Wars guy. Is Donald Glover going to make y'all go see a Star Wars movie? I've never... I don't think I've ever seen a, a Star Wars movie I'm in my life. I'm not a Star Wars person. Either. Either. Now, now, don't get me wrong. Star Wars got an army out there. People love Star Wars, but is Star Wars going... I mean, is Donald Glover going to make those of us who've never gone to see a Star Wars movie go to see a Star Wars movie? I'm I, about to say something I don't, that, Star Wars I don't anyway. think I should say it. Say what? It. Say it's going to be so controversial, and I don't want to get... Oh, shit. That's when you're supposed to say it. 
What? What is the difference between? I don't even know the difference between Star Wars and Star Trek. Oh, right. you sound crazy now. I don't. Okay. I've never seen either one of those. She's never been to Disney World, though. She's never seen Lion King, so we get it. See, y'all trapped me into saying something I crazy. I mean, I ain't going to sit here and tell you no lie. If you ask me that question, I couldn't tell you the difference. I'll oh, say, you don't either. I know the characters. You don't know the, the difference with... That's, don't be throwing up no Vulcan sign at me. That's Relax not Vulcan. That is a Vulcan sign. You don't even know that's a Vulcan sign you throwing up. That's a Star Wars sign. No, it's not. That's oh. Star man, shut up. Oh man. my god. So you don't know either, basically. I don't know either. <laughs> I don't know either. All right, so I'm not the only one that doesn't know the difference between Star Wars and, what is and Star Chewbacca Trek. And the Star Wars, others. Star Wars. Which one is Chewbacca? Star, Star Wars. Wars is done in a galaxy long, long far away. I know Captain Kirk was banging everything on the ship. I know that. And that's what got the funny ears. You would know that. They yeah. got the funny ears. Spock. That's Spock. You know more than so me. So where was yes. R2 D2? Star Wars. That's Star Wars. Han Solo. Star, Star Wars. Wars. So I know more about Star Han Wars. Han Solo's dead. I did see some. I did see one of them one time, and Han Solo died. Princess Leia. Because sure? my my wife loves Star Wars, so you know. It's Princess one of those Leia times Star Wars. I, went, I know she had two cute little buns on the side of her head. Star Wars. Okay. And I know the Klingon. <laughs> the Klingon. Everybody, every black person with a big forehead looked like a Klingon to me. My goodness. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor <laughs> report. <laughs> All right. Salome! Yes. Who giving you donkey too? Uh, a young man named Kelvin Richardson. You know, I always tell y'all that the craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. I ain't gave the Bronx no energy in a while, so we need to be actually come <laughs> to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with him. But this is a very teachable moment because Kelvin Richardson is making the block hot for all of us. All right. We'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I was born a donkey. It's the donkey of the day. <laughs> That's time for the donkey of the day. That's pretty really fun. Charlemagne the devil. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. For the record, I do like the new Star Trek movies, though. The last, okay. the last few that have. Uh, I haven't seen them. Have I actually have actually been coming out. Oh, Star Trek. What I say? No, I mean Star Trek. I mean no Star Trek. Uh, I don't like Star know. Wars. All right. Yeah, anyway, donkey today for Wednesday, May 23rd goes to a young man named Kelvin Rodriguez. Now, I tell you all the time that the craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida, and Kelvin is from the Bronx, okay? The Bronx, the place where people have been throwing their ex up way before Des Bryant and the citizens of Wakanda. Drop on the clues bombs for the Bronx, okay? Home of such hip-hop luminaries like Fat Joe, Remy Ma, French Montana, Cardi B. Envy's friends, Jesus and Mero. Rest in peace, the big pun. Far from it. Oh, the Bronx has a history of crazy, okay? And Kelvin Rodriguez is just carrying on tradition, all right? See, Kelvin was arrested and charged Sunday with making terroristic threats. See, Kelvin, Kelvin Rodriguez is a Facebook flexer. Okay, a social media stunner. All right, he would do whatever for likes, and I'm not used to this. I'm not used to this kind of behavior. Okay, as a damn near 40 year old man, it's something I will never get used to. Okay, I'm from the era where people took penitentiary chances for money. All right, selling drugs, armed robberies, burglaries—all very, very stupid behavior. But it was for money. So even if I don't agree with the criminal ways, I understand the intent. Okay, and the intent was to get money. But in 2018, I don't understand the intent kids are taking for penitentiary chances, okay? Penitentiary chances for likes, for retweets, for followers. I don't get it, all right? You can't pay no bills with no retweets. Hell, when you end up in jail over some Facebook flexing, you can't make bail with no likes. So none of it makes any sense to me, all right? There is no social media site wor worth getting locked up over, but Kelvin Rodriguez begs to differ. 
Let's go to News 12, the Bronx for the report, please. 21-year-old Kelvin Rodriguez can be seen in this photo standing in front of a marked police car holding a pistol as another man peers into the window of that car. The photo posted online Friday and this individual arrested on Sunday, charged with criminal possession of a weapon as well as criminal possession of a controlled substance and terroristic threats. Now, Rodriguez also charged with resisting arrest. That photo taken off social media. He will do whatever for likes. What happened to just saying F the police? What happened to just saying you don't mess with Popo? Kelvin, what kind of hood fear factor challenge are you partaking in where you decided to stand in front of a marked police car in New York City mm -hmm. with a pistol in your hand? Now, this is one of them days I wish Revolt was here so you could see the picture. Not only did he have a pistol in his hand, police were in the car. The cops were distracted because another man was talking to them through the window. What if another police car pulled up in that moment and saw Kelvin standing in front of the police car with a gun in his hand in broad daylight while their fellow officers are in the car eating their Dunkin' Donuts, drinking their coffee, seemingly distracted talking to another guy in the window? What if other officers pulled up at that exact moment and whipped out on Kelvin and lit his ass up? Would they have been wrong? Huh? Would they have been wrong? I would have absolutely got on this radio and said he deserved it. Okay, to be standing in front of a police car with a pistol in your hand in this climate and, and, and then they'll put the caption on social media, stupid, dumbass, N-words, F to 45. 45 is the 45th precinct, by the way. Listen, man, Calvin, only stupid, dumbass N-word I see in this picture you posted is you. And all you're doing is making it worse for every black and brown person out here in these streets. You're making mm. it hot out here for us, Kelvin, because all you did was provide yet another example of the threats that police officers face on a daily basis. And those threats are one of the reasons they shoot first and ask questions later. And regular, everyday black and brown civilians usually have to deal with the consequences of dumbasses like Kelvin's actions. Please let Bronx native and certified crazy person Remy Ma give Kelvin Rodriguez <laughs> the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid motherfucker. You dumb. Come on, man. All Can you right. imagine standing in front of a police car in broad daylight while the police are in the front seat and you standing there with a loaded 9-millimeter uh -huh. pistol all out Not in broad daylight? What if, what if other cops had pulled up and shot shot that boy? Would y'all have, have hashtagged his name? No. Okay. Mm -mm. Just making sure. Mm -mm. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Up next, Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, you can call Yee right now. It's Just no Star Club. Wars or Star Trek advice. I don't know anything about that. We know. Okay. Or Disney World or Lion King or what else? That's it. All right. Call her now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> That was Gold Link with Crew. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Jasmine. Hey, Jasmine. What's your question for Yee? Um, so, first of all, I want to say hi, DJ NV. Hi, Charlamagne. Good morning. Hi, um, Angela. <laughs> so, this is the first time I got to the radio, but I have a very important question. I need advice, Angela. Okay. So, I've been married um, going on three years now, and Mother's Day weekend... Um, I had to go to the dollar store to get some light bulbs. And so my husband had left out. He recently lost his uncle, and so he's been going through a lot. So as I'm pulling in, I see the police has a car pulled over. And when I pull up, I see it's my husband's car. Mm. So I pull up to the side of the car, you know what I'm saying, to get out to see what's going on, because, of course, he don't have a license. So oh, I pull up, <laughs> and I see, when I look, I see it's a woman in the driver's seat. Whoa. Wait, so, so another like, woman is driving your husband's car? 
Right, and I paid for the car. So I pulled up a little bit more, and I see that he's in the passenger seat. But Whoa. the seat was lead back a little bit. Oh, that's crazy. I'm about to lose it. So I get out the car. The girl's like, don't don't beat me up because I'm pregnant. So I'm like, get the f- out the car right now. And I'm yelling at my husband, and the police is like, ma'am, back away from the vehicle right now. We're going to arrest you. But at that time, I didn't care. Right. But I, I wouldn't either. See, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, my kids is at home, and I have to get home to my children. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to calm down. So I woke up to him, and he's like, she's test driving the car. I'm like, what? Test driving the car? <laughs> I know he did not come with that weak-ass excuse. So, you know, I go back home, and mind you, he was acting very nasty towards me. He wasn't trying to defend me or nothing. I right. felt like he had her back over mine. And then, you know, later on that evening... He comes to the house, and now he wants to talk sensible, and he wants to apologize. But I'm like, no, you should have been doing all of that while we was out here in the street. You get what I'm saying? I got to ask you, is he having a baby by this woman? No. He says that's his man's baby mother, and he was selling a car, which I knew nothing about. You selling a car that I paid for, and you never even had a conversation with me. I know you you did not believe this weak-ass story. No, I didn't. So now... This is disrespectful. It's at the point where he's like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm at a point in my life where I really want to get things right. First of all... He need to at least tell you what's for real going on because this, all this lying is disrespectful. All of a sudden, he's selling his car and his friend's pregnant baby mom was driving a car. Where was his friend? And who is his friend? It's a friend that I don't never even heard of before. I, all right. So first of all, let's just keep it real. He's completely lying to you. Don't even... I don't know if you believe him or you want to believe him. A lot of times we want to believe things. So we kind of... No, I don't want to believe it at all. I just want to be able to move on. Like, we had, we just had a baby, you know what I'm saying? And we had a baby last year. We just had another baby. And I'm just like, come on now. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting here getting up, taking care of you, doing what I'm supposed to do as a wife. You get what I'm saying? And you want me to just sit back and be play and listen to what you're saying. And in the meantime, you want me to feel sorry because now you don't got nowhere to go. Well, you need to be knocking on that girl's door and figuring out if you can sleep on her couch or in her bed or something because... You're not going to sit here and play me. I can't lie. I wouldn't even have a conversation with him until he tells the truth. You got to take care of the kids, whatever it is that you got to do. But me and you don't even speak until you at least respect me enough to not tell me these dumbass lies. Exactly. And he needs to go seek some help, okay? Like, for real, he needs to be very active in seeking help for himself, find out why is he such a liar, why is he so disgusting. And Mm Because he does have kids to raise, and you guys do have to make sure that for the sake of that, you all get along. But he got some issues that he needs to address, and he's not going to work on those issues until he admits that he has them. And until he is honest and tells you the truth. So I would say, I don't even want you touching me. I don't even know you until you at least have enough respect to come clean with me on what was going on because there's nothing for us to work on until you can admit the truth. Right. And am I wrong for jumping to wanting a divorce, like, right away? Listen, you're definitely not, not wrong for that. And I feel like this, unless he can prove to you and go above and beyond, and that might take years for you to even feel comfortable enough to ever believe him again, he, once you lose that trust, it's gone in a second. And so how you feel is how you feel. That's his fault. It's not your fault that he did something to make you feel away. Exactly. Well, I appreciate it, Angela. Okay. I'm definitely going to take that advice. <laughs> All right. I really do wish you the best of luck. But, you know, you can't just let somebody do these things and walk all over you because why would he ever stop? Right. Exactly.
All right, I appreciate that. Y'all have a good day. Let me get these kids to start daycare. All right, I hear you. If you got a question for Yee, call her now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was Motorsport Migos. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? This is Brandy. Good morning, Brandy. What's your question for Yee? Good morning. Okay, so I'm about to get married in about two months, like the day before my birthday. Mm-hmm. And Congratulations. Like, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm marrying my best friend, so it's super awesome. So the problem that I'm having is that my mom is like a uber control freak mm-hmm. and she got married but she didn't have a ceremony so she wanted to help me with mine but like ever since i said yes like she has like tried to take over like she's buying things for my wedding that i don't want and then when i say i don't want it then she's telling everybody that i'm a bridezilla and then she's saying that she's going to say all these awful things at my wedding what? and it's like it's like she's like she's gonna stay like in the middle of it like don't do it and i'm like who does that like you're supposed to be my mom and so she's making it really difficult and there's a deep part of me that doesn't want her there because i feel like she's gonna try to ruin my day but she's my mom and i want her there because i want her to see me happy so i I have no idea what i should do okay so has your mom always been like this yes like, my mom is a very, very self-centered person. It has to be the way that she wants it or no way at all. And I'll admit, I get it honest, so we bump heads with each other, so we argue a lot. And I'm her verbal punching bag. So when she has a bad day, she pokes at me to get a rise out of me because she knows that it'll make her feel better. But then it makes me feel like crap. And then we start the cycle. It's like wash, rinse, repeat. Okay, so a couple of things here. Obviously, your whole family knows how your mom is too, right? Yes. Now, what about his family and his side of the family? Are they aware of your mother's behavior and the issues that you guys have with her? Yeah, like, the way my mom is, is I I try to give people their own space to make their own judgments about her. But the thing is, is the way that she is, she protrudes this this behavior onto everybody. So everybody's just like, okay. What does your um, fiance think about this? Oh, he thinks it's hilarious. My mom is his comedic relief. He's a listener, so he'll just sit back and listen to everything, and he dies laughing while she's around. And then when he, when she leaves, he's like, babe, you know, it's going to be all right. You know, I love you. Nothing changes that. Like, one day she was like, oh, yeah, I just thought about it. Once we get, Once you get married, that means you're mine, and I can treat you just like the rest of everybody else. And I was like, ma, shut up. The point is for him to marry me. You're going to mess around and make him <laughs> not want to marry me. He I love the fact that that he can have a sense of humor about it and think that it's funny and he doesn't get upset and it doesn't affect him because I'm sure that helps you, right? As far as not having to explain things or be really overly upset. I think you should just ask him to give his side of the family just a little bit of a heads up his her, that your mom is a little eccentric and says and does things that could potentially be embarrassing because it seems like you're the one that's most affected by it and you're the one that's most embarrassed by it but he's able to laugh it off. Right. Uh, Well, see, our wedding is going to be small. Everybody that's there is everybody that already knows her. Right. So I think people are probably kind of already anticipating what her behavior is going to be like. And if you can just focus on just the positive and your husband and your families that are there and kind of just, you know, chill out. Because I think if you don't invite your mom, you'll feel bad about it and she'll bring it up forever. Every single chance she 
gets, and I don't want that either. Like, I can't deal with that level so, of stuff in my life either. I'm sure that the people there, your families would be very sympathetic towards you about that situation, and if you just give a little bit of a heads up so they know to be, you know, let him tell his family, just be a little sensitive to it for you and to make sure you have a good time, because I'm sure once y'all get some drinks flowing, you'll be all right. <sighs> Okay. And then, okay. Le- listen, you're marrying sense. your best friend, and he completely understands it, and he's okay with it. This is very true. And that is a blessing in itself. Thank you so much. Thank okay, you. you're welcome, and congratulations. I think that's pretty awesome. For one day, your mom is going to act up, and you're going to kind of ignore her. <laughs> I didn't think about it like that, but, yeah, that is pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good luck, and congrats again. All right, thank you. You're welcome. All right. Ask Yee, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, you can call at any time. Now, Yee, we got rumors on the way? Yes, let's talk about a possible collaboration. These two artists were going at each other, but now maybe they're going to work together. All right, we'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Meek Millie. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Meek Mill perhaps might be trying to set things up for him and Drake to do something together. Now, he teased a snippet of a Biggie remix for What's Beef on Instagram, and here is what one of the lines is. Yeah, I think the song is done already, Oh, him and Drake? Mm-hmm. Where is it? Um, no, I mean, it's, that was Drake's ad-libs on it. That was Drake's ad-libs That's on the They song? said that was Drake's ad-libs coming on next after Meek. That's what they said. Well, hmm. I think Well, I think maybe what I said was maybe a full song. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Well, speaking, Who knows? Speaking of Meek Mill, uh, Pusha T has a song on his new album. You know what? Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> All right, now let's discuss Lil Baby. He was up here on The Breakfast Club. <laughs> like jerk. And he's a, a pretty new artist, you know, and he just recently put out his Harder Than Ever project. And guess what? That is projected to sell 80000 in the first week. Drop on the clues bombs for Lil Baby. That's how I know he's faithful to his girl. Because wow. you remember when he came up here and he was saying that, he, you know, these hoes ain't talking about nothing. Mm-hmm. He's a faithful man. When you're faithful, good things happen to you. Absolutely. Like that. Yeah, the album's uh, pretty good, too. So here's what he said when he was on The Breakfast Club. First, when you came up here, it didn't seem like you were so gung-ho on being an artist. It was kind of something that happened because of who you were around. But now, since then, you've been putting out a whole lot of music. So it's kind of like you fell in love with it. Mm -hmm. When I came, I really wasn't. First time I came. I was rapping, but I really wasn't feeling myself. Now you're 100% in I ain't 100, but last time I probably was, <laughs> last time I probably was like 5%. Mm-hmm. And now I'm probably like 60%. I haven't been rapping for a year. When did you say, okay, I'm really for real and more into it now? Literally day by day. Putting a lot of pressure uh, on other artists that are on QC. Because Yachty popping, Migos popping, mm-hmm. Lil Baby popping. If you sitting on QC and you ain't popping, it's probably you. That's crazy. You. you know how other artists feel? They've been working for years and years. He's been doing this for a year. I mean, he's been grinding, though. he's not though. even, like, that into hard, it. Though. He's been working hard, though. been working hard. No, it's just imagine as an artist, though. You've been working for 10 years, and it just hasn't happened for you yet, and then little baby comes along. He's been, been working year. in them streets he's like, for a long not, time. But, but he himself said that he's not that into it. He's 60% in. So that's maybe amazing. His, maybe his prayers set up different. That's maybe amazing. Maybe God just don't love you the way he loved little baby. Oh, stop it. <laughs> so imagine you're an artist that's... 100% in, 110%, and you're like, damn. All right, Will Smith has been tapped. He's going to do the official FIFA World Cup 2018 That song. sounded crazy. Yeah, that did sound crazy. Will Smith has been, been tapped. tapped. 
I didn't know what you was going to follow that up with. tapping him to do that song. Okay. So he put up a photo with himself and Nicky Jam, and he put the caption, One Life to Live, Live It Up. Mm-hmm. Hashtag World Cup. He also tagged um, Diplo, and I don't know who Streefy is. I got to look that up. But yeah, so I guess maybe that's all the people that's going to be involved with making this song. All right. All right, Rich the Kid. His estranged wife has a lot of things to say, and she's been going on about him for quite some time now. Uh, Her name is Antoinette Willis, and she has just filed new documents in their divorce. She says that he got violent with her so many times it was common for police to be called to the house. On one occasion, she said she followed him to a hotel where he was meeting a woman, and when he came home the next day, they got into a fight. That's when she claims that he grabbed her, hit her, and things escalated when Rich the Kid's family came over. They have two kids together, a two-year-old and a one-year-old, and she said that he forced her to have at least three abortions because he didn't want any more kids. And she said she has no income. She's been forced to move in with her family. Meanwhile, Rich the Kid has moved in with his new girlfriend, who is Tori Bricks. I thought Tori Bricks was with Young M.A., but I guess, uh, according to his estranged wife, that's who he's with now. She's also asking for spousal support and child support. Tori Bricks probably uh, stir fry sexual. What's that mean? Pansexual. Oh. She probably like a little bit of everything. I'm not saying that. I just thought she was in a relationship already. Oh, not I don't know. About her sexuality, but I thought you were already in a relationship. Maybe she moved on, man. I maybe, guess so. Maybe I didn't know they broke up. Can can Young and Me still afford Tori Bricks right now? What's that supposed afford. to mean? <laughs> I'm saying. Damn. I'm sure Tori costs right now. What about love? Oh, please. My goodness. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Up next is the People's Choice Mix. Let me know what you want to hear. We'll get you a question. Push your tea in the mix? Yeah, you gave me the whole album. So nah, I'm going to play, I'm a, I'm a play the whole album. T- shout out to Charlamagne. He yeah. gave me the whole nah, album. Oh, you have the whole album? Push it, so I'm going to let that go. I'm going to have the whole album. I'm going to let the whole album go today at 10 o'clock. On Charlemagne's SoundCloud. His album come out Friday. I don't have a SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. Push's album comes out Friday, though. All right. It comes out in a couple of days. All right. Mm-hmm. Mixes up next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.